Hello, hello, welcome, welcome, on and all to the On The Lamb end of year holiday singles special. I'm Mark Fenton and we are On The Lamb for a supercharged end of year wrap up. Friend of the pod, David Okamoto is here and we are gonna get into it. We are gonna play some of our favorite songs and we are gonna discuss why we love them and why they merit the status of being best singles of the year. I'm really excited you're here. We're going to put on a really good show today, folks. So without any further ado, we're going to kick things off with one of David's favorite songs of the year, a song he turned me on to the other day that is just wonderful, an artist I was unfamiliar with who's up and coming, doing good stuff, Lauren Hibbard. And a really great song, I Suck at Grieving. It's coming at you right now. So without any further ado, we're going to get this party started with Lauren right now. There's no studio flats in the country. There's no cup holders in the backseat. I'm not flailing my arms because I'm happy. I'm just a waitress serving dead meat on Halloween. I've been thinking a lot since my father died. He left me some money and it hurt my pride. Because I don't know how.
That was Lauren Hibbard, and I suck at grieving. This is Mark, and we are back here with David Okamoto, loyal podcast listener, once music editor for the Dallas Morning News, and enormous music fan. He sees more concerts than anybody I know <laughs> uh, in, in Dallas, where he is based, and he's on the phone with us now, and uh, we're going to go through our best songs of 2023. Um, David, welcome to On the Lamb. Thanks, Mark. Great to be uh, great to be back. Actually, uh, we did uh, we did we we tried one of these uh, kind of two way conversations earlier this year, and it was a lot of fun. It was it was South by Southwest. Yeah. So, please, David, tell me how did you get to the song by Lauren, and why it means so much to you? I mean, I'd never heard it before you told me about it, and I thought it was pretty great. Oh yeah. So this uh, right now, I would tell you it's probably my favorite single or song of the year. Um, qualifies as a single because it's not yet on an album. Okay. um kind of release in between so lauren uh, you mentioned south by southwest lauren's name came to my attention in 2020 she was supposed to appear at south by southwest uh make her debut for first time from britain she would have been 20 23 or 24 at the time and because of everything that happened pandemic she never came over so this uh she actually came over to the u.s this year for the first time on a quadruple bill that was headlined by gym class heroes um, huh. and I said to myself, I know she's only going to play 25, 30 minutes as the fourth act on the bill, but I have to go see her because I heard this song and I said, I cannot, it, it was just such a moving, moving topic and an unusual combination of trying to write a song about grieving, uh, and still be kind of a, uh, hard driving kind of punk pop song. Sure. And it's really kind of a it's it's a touchy subject. I, I think there's there are there are a lot of songs about death and mortality and facing mortality. Grieving is just such a complex personal um, thing that I I I can't think of a lot of songs that address address that process in song. At the same time, to talk about this feeling that you're not doing it right. Yeah, uh, and that's what struck me about the song is, uh, you know, at age twenty six, she lost her father last year, and she wrote a song about reacting to it, trying to cope with it, and you know, looking on the internet and seeing, getting advice from the internet. You're supposed to be doing this if you're feeling this. You, you know, yeah, yeah. this is happening, and just that kind of frustration and that feeling that maybe you're not, you're not grieving right. So uh, yeah. that's that's what I love about the song it, it just it hits such a uh, i think a complex um emotion and 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 process and yet it's a catchy uh yeah it's a catchy yeah, song it's a very, very unlikely yeah, yeah i works. should say most of her stuff is is very much upbeat like that but it's also very snarky um so uh this was kind of a unusual turn for her to 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 write a very a more serious song and yeah. I, I i'm glad to say at the end of the set, when I think very few people knew who she was, um, she got a great reaction. She closed with this song, and uh, people, you know, people reacted very strongly to it. So, wow. um, so I'm looking forward to what she does uh, in 2024. Yeah, I imagine there'll be an album coming. Oh, yeah, she's think? about due for a second record, I think, for a second full album. Yeah, well, well, I am going to play a song next. It is by this British DJ. Um, 
Greg Blackburn, who I'd never heard of before this year. He's been kicking around for about 10 years and has a small but but dedicated uh, group of listeners. And he released his fine Square One album this year. And this is a song, you know how some songs get in your head and you just, just you can't and you stop hearing it. And all you want to do, do is go and listen to it again. Uh-huh. That, that was one of several songs that did that for me this year. This song is uh, Loving Arms by Lack of Afro slash Greg Blackburn, one of my favorite songs of 2023. Well, you know, he's setting his ways, you know. He, he knows how he wants to cut the record. And that's how he cuts it, regardless, you know. But he comes out of here. You know, all of us have got our different ideas about the thing. He has the last say-so, and it's usually the right. That was 
Loving Arms by Lack of Afro. That sounds what great. Think, Dave? Yeah, so I, I he seems to be fo- uh, kind of following uh, this kind of retro soul. Yeah, sort of yeah. sound that's really popular right now. Um, I, but I love that. Yeah, it's um, it reminds me. Um, what else was out this year? So there was a Duran Jones put out a solo record. Oh, that was, that a was great wonderful. Yeah, um, and then one of my favorites albums, uh, one of my favorite singles actually this year is by a Liverpool uh, artist named Jalen Nganda. And the album's called um, Come and I think it's called Come Around and Love Me. And he's on the Daptone label that uh, I discovered Sharon Jones. Um, but yeah, that fits right in with just a, a, a kind of kind of this really cool kind of rediscovery of 60s and 70s soul music, at least the sound of it. Yeah, Daptone rarely doesn't hit the mark. You know, yeah. they tend to put up mostly great stuff. So so what do you got for us next, Dave? Uh, let's see. So I, I think um, I want to play one of my other favorite songs this year, and it just it was instantly irresistible to me. Is the uh, is the first? Well, I guess it was the second single from the album, Olivia Rodrigo, uh, uh, yes. and uh, it came out right toward the end of summer, and it was called "Bad Idea," right? Um, <laughs> and everything about this song and and what she's doing with her. Um, co-producer and co-writer Dan Nigro um they're just they're just making these really cool again they're borrowing a little bit from punk pop they're borrowing a little bit from rock um there's and they kind of just kind of mash everything up all their influences into this great kind of original sound for her um and I feel like when this song came out some people said oh that reminds me of the breeders that reminds me of uh wet leg kind of the talk singing some people yeah. said they they said what was that band that did christmas rapping i said the waitresses yeah. and they were like yeah it reminds me of waitress so I, just the way she's kind of talking the story but what i really love about this song is it's just it's funny and it's clever and uh there's just so much going on in no it doubt. in terms of listening to her she's telling us what she's thinking the whole time um so it's what's going on in her head but the music and it all comes together and this is it's just what it's just a great pop single no no doubt i mean she she really impressed and surprised me by having a a follow-up sophomore album that was just as good as first you know yeah and and the thing that the the one thing that I, i keep pointing out and remembering is that you know she is almost single-handedly bringing electric guitars back to what we would call pop music or, or radio yeah. music. I mean, Willow, she and Willow a couple of years ago were kind of on the same path. Yeah. Um, but uh, this record, it, there's guitars all over it. And it's still kind of unusual to hear that on, on pop radio. So I love it. Um, so let, let's give this one a listen. Yeah, right. 
That was so good. Yeah, that's so funny. She's, I love it. She's the real deal. I, I, you know, I, I thought she was going to be another Disney singer. You know, had a couple of pop hits and disappeared, but not, not Olivia. No, that's no, sure. it's a great album. Uh, the, the whole album guts is, is, is terrific. And yeah, she'll be, she'll be headlining uh, arenas this, this starting this spring. Yeah, with, with, I noticed the Breeders opening some of those shows. Yeah, I think uh, up where you are, maybe even right the yeah. East Coast tours. Yeah, so, so she, she knows be. what she's doing. That's, yeah. That's so the next song I want to play is is another pop song. This is a song that I listen to all year. It's if I ever wanted to just feel good, I played this song. It's it's a song by this British collective who go goes by the name of Fizz, and uh, they released their debut album this year, Secret to Life, and. I heard that single high and Brighton and I thought, Oh my God, if they make an album that sounds as good as that song, it'll, it'll be one of the best albums of the year. Unfortunately, the rest of the album isn't as good as the song, but uh, I love the song and I could listen to it every day. Sometimes I have, um, they, their goal, their, their, uh, spirit, the spirit behind their music is their quest to discover the secret of life, infinite, colorful, dreamlike and unpredictable. So with that, we're going to get high and brighten with Fizz. (laughs) 
That was Biz with High and Brighton. That's a cool song. I love the way it just sort of gets bigger and bigger uh, as it kind of goes along. Yeah. Um, it reminds me, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, that band Group Love? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the same kind of that that energy. Um, yeah, and then uh, it sounds great. I And I think I heard a little clarinet in there for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just having such a good time and you just feel it. Yeah. So what do you got next for us, my friend? So um, another song this year that uh, kind of got in my head the first time I heard it um, and pretty much stayed there uh, is a song by SZA. Um, the album, the album, I think the album came out like late December last year, but the big push and the big single release of this song, Kill Bill, happened in January. Um, so it really started taking off this year. Um, it was, it turned out to be her first, SZA's first number one hit on the, I guess, the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Wow. Um, and uh, it's this kind of, uh, it's this revenge fantasy kind of song set to this sort of really innocuous sounding 
melody that's almost like a I don't know a cross between a Broadway kind of a Broadway song and 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 a lullaby almost. I mean, it's until yeah, really, yeah, we listen to it, the, the two things don't seem like they go together. Um, there's a Doja Cat remix that uh, gave it a little bit more of a of a push midway through its run, but uh, but I like the original and uh, it's cool. one of my favorite songs this year and um, it's called Kill Bill. Let's give it a listen. about uh, women and, and music in the year. And, and that's another example of, of women who, who were just leading the way much more than, than a lot of their male counterparts. Um, yeah. She said, she said a great year. I think, let me see. I think she wound up with nine Grammy nominations for this coming February, March, which I think top was, was the most nominations for a single artist. So yeah. Um, lots yeah. of, uh, Lots yeah, of accolades I, coming her way. Yeah, and, and sure, future's bright. There's a lot left, I think, I hope. Yeah, that that, that was a, a really nice song. And I had honestly hadn't spent enough time with it. And I, I was glad that, that uh, you put it on your list so I could uh, get, give it give it my time. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the, of the women, you, you know, we, we, we ha- had SZA, we had Ice Spice. We talked about 
Olivia Rodrigo. Then there was Boy Genius, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift. I mean, it, it was pr pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, and the list can, could continue, right? You have Brandi Carlisle, um, not just her own music, but uh, producing other artists uh, like Brandi Clark. And yeah, I wasn't there, unfortunately, but that show they, that she did with Joni Mitchell this past summer at the Gorge, yeah. people are still talking about that as one of the greatest shows ever wow uh, so she's really she's so she's been very uh even if she's not um uh, without her own album out she's still very uh very active live and also well, she had a live, co live concert on uh hbo on max yeah yeah this, this and, year and if you look at the other you know even the smaller genres i mean bluegrass music molly tuttles uh, continuing to make great great music her and billy strings uh are, are kind of bringing bluegrass back um, to a larger audience. Um, I saw someone on Saturday Night Live last week named Tate McRae, who I thought was, I oh, she, must, she must be new or, you know, huh. she must be up and coming. And she's here. She's huge. Somehow I missed, I, I miss hearing her somewhere. But no, there's uh, so much music. We can't keep track, my friend. Yeah. It's just, it's impossible. It is. Yeah. I, I, you know, you know what, one thing I, I, I say over and over again, uh, it, it, is that artists have to create, you know, there, there's this artistic impulse and it's coming out in all these great ways, you know, in all these different genres, v very exciting. So the next song I want to play is by a Las Vegas artist who goes by the name Shamir. Uh, he mixes new wave and pop and soul and R&B and uh, just makes really great songs and music. And this is um, from the album that came out this year, Homo. Anxietatum. And I tried to find a definition of, of that, and there doesn't seem to be one that exists. Um, but it's about his anxiety facing success and, and uh, you, you know, becoming a little more popular. And this is my favorite song from, from his album, uh, Our Song, uh, which I like a lot. Let's give this one a listen. Personally, I think you see the fourth wall coming. 
That was Shamir and our song. Oh, that's a great song. So that album came out on uh, Kill Rock Stars, it looks like. Yes. Yeah, very cool. I know, I know. I know. Uh, I wouldn't have predicted it, you know, because he, he, he's, he's not something that fits into that category that you associate with Kill Rock Stars. But whatever the case, you know, I've listened to his last few albums and there's always something worth hearing on there. Yeah. So... What's next on your your list, Dave? Let's see. So um, uh, I keep saying one of my favorite songs. That's what we're doing. Uh, so I don't need to keep saying <laughs> that. But um, one of my other favorite songs this year, uh, I got my attention because um, it has a featured vocal by one of our, I think one of our favorite artists, Frank Turner. Yes. Um, and Frank, you know, almost anything Frank touches is, is always amazing. So that was the first thing that kind of led me to them. They're a band called The Lottery Winners. Um, and they're a British indie pop band. Turns out they've been around for a few years, um, but their latest album is called Anxiety Replacement Therapy. Huh. Um, and uh, this song, it's called Letter to Myself. And when you hear when you hear the opening of the song and the lyrics, it's you know basically him as an adult, uh, lead singer Tom Rylance, talking to his his younger self. But huh. it's it's just a, a, a moving and just wonderfully uplifting uh, story. And also just, you can imagine the conversation and uh, it's, it's a wonderful song. It's called uh, uh, Letter to Myself. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Dear self, I know you're crying out for help. So I thought I'd write this letter. What are you now, like 12? I know it seems like the pressure's stuck on high But I've come from the future to tell you it's fine You need to worry less about how you are perceived And focus a bit more on the things that you believe Cos I know it seems like now you don't have your place But it will all fit together, trust me it's the case So get out there and do all the things you love And don't you dare sacrifice them just to look good Oh, read some of those books sitting on the shelf Drinking that knowledge, this is a letter to myself. I know it's a long, long way to go when you're at the start, but before you know, you're halfway down the road, and everything seems smaller. Everything seems smaller. Everything seems smaller. On your parents 
just they don't know what they're doing Actually, they're still growing up, mate They're only human Your teens and your twenties will fly by in a flash So cherish every moment, embrace every laugh You're gonna find films and the songs of the Smiths And in that whole universe for you to exist It's gonna teach you that others feel the same way They're gonna be your friends They're still your friends today All your greatest days are still yet to come There will be heartbreak But there'll be so much love And that girl from school You think there's no one better She's not the one for you, mate Just forget her I know There's a long, long way to go Tell you which way to go That's a decision you've got to make on your own And you're gonna make mistakes But from each you will learn For every wrong turn is experience earned And trust me, it's a journey, it's happening now And you're gonna do so many things that make you proud Don't get me wrong, it's not all plain sailing There's times you're in front and times that you're failing The world is so much bigger than the one at school And if you saw me now, you'd probably think I was cool So work hard And leave nothing to look Every time you fall, you will get up Don't rush, take some time to be a kid And don't beat yourself up for stupid stuff you did Trust me, I know exactly what you're going through Love yourself, yours sincerely, you There's a long, long way to go When you're at the start But before you know You're halfway down the road And was great i love that pop song i i hadn't really spent much time with it before you put it on your list and and i once once i started listening to it i listened to it a lot that, yeah. that's, if i heard it before i might have put it on my list but you know i'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. steal your songs man all right yeah that's that's all it has all the essential ingredients of a of a great anthem for this year oh oh absolutely and, and and as you were saying you know frank turner's the man he he actually did one of the, my favorite shows this year i saw him perform live and uh, he has a really good band backing yeah. him up, and yeah. just very exciting. So my next pick for best song of the year is by New Zealand band The Bets. They made one of my favorite albums from last year, "Expert in a Dying Field." And while I would have loved to have had a new album from them, they did drop a new single, "Watching the Credits," which is one of my favorite songs of the year. Typical hooky, catchy pop song from them. To me, at least at this point, they can do no wrong. I'm going to give this one a listen right now.
the bats and watching the credits. I love that band. Uh, I saw them uh, maybe on the first album tour, uh, South by Southwest. Oh, you um, did, and they were good. But what, as you pointed out, this last album, this uh, especially the song "Expert in a Dying Field," uh, that one and the one you just played together, it's just showing they have just become. They are writing just great songs now, and the production, the range, everything's fitting for them. They found a sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and because when I when I hear them, I know it's them, and it's just it's great to see how they they've just developed over these uh, last couple of years. So great yeah, choice, yeah. great choice. A- absolutely, absolutely. So, so what what's next for you, my friend? I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Um, All right, hit me. You know, I, I, we talk about singles, we talk about songs, uh, and singles being something that's kind of catchy, representative of the record, and comes out ahead of the record. I listen sure. to a lot of jazz. I don't listen to a lot of ambient music generally, um, but there was something about this song uh, by a British pianist. To name, his name is Neil Cowley, uh, and he's been around a while. I think he started out or, or was trained as a classical pianist. But um, his music is somewhere between jazz, electronic, but it le- it leans toward the ambient side. And mm-hmm. I heard the song Personal Effects. And the first time I heard it, I thought, well, that's kind of pleasant. And for the next like eight months, it, the melody is in my head. And I'm trying to think, what <laughs> am I humming? And I'm like, oh, I'm humming an ambient instrumental song <laughs> by a British classical pianist. So anyway. I would not have predicted that. Yeah, I love this. It's just, it's just a beautiful a beautiful song anyway it's uh it's by neil cowley uh it's from an album called battery life and the song is called personal effects cool before i play the song uh i i just i i know we talk about the year of the woman and this is a quote from a guy um but you know part part of why i like doing this and i can tell your tastes are similar is that neither one of us likes one kind of music you know, we we feel so limited if we we just like like punk rock or 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 soul music or or that kind of ambient music you, you uh, refer to. And uh, I was reading an article um, about country singer Chris Stapleton uh-huh. by Chris, it's Chris Staple about Chris Stapleton, and he has new this new record out. It's actually quite good. And he he was asked about uh, if he'd ever consider making a straight soul record, and he answered. I don't know that I would consider making a straight so, straight anything, he said. And that was in response to the fact that there are a couple of soul-sounding songs on his new album. He said, if it was all just bedroom songs or all rocking songs with horse metaphors or whatever, it wouldn't feel interesting to me. It wouldn't feel representative of everything I enjoy or think that people want to hear. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, and, and that that's the reality for me. You know, I, I know some people like, I, I love hip-hop. You know, that's fine. But, you know, there are great hip hop songs and there are great pop songs and great rock songs. And I want to hear them all. Yes. So, I, so that's um, my goal every year is try to hear them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, let, let's, uh, sorry for the, the uh, tangent, but let's listen to uh, Neil Cow- Cowley's uh, song. It's really nice. And I'm glad you shared it with us. Thank you. 
And that was Neil Cowley and personal help me, David. Oh, personal effects. Yeah, no, it's just because my printout for some reason <laughs> got blurry there. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that was really nice. I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, my next song is by an artist who I have loved for almost my entire adult life. Uh, and she's, the, she's the kind of artist that, 
whatever she makes, whether it's good or bad, I have to hear it. You know, I, I need to hear what she's doing. In this case, that artist is Lucinda Williams. Um, she released uh, an album this year, uh, Stories from a Rock and Roll Heart. And this was the first single from that album. And I heard this single. I was like, oh, Lucinda's back. She's making the kind of music I want to hear. You know, um, New York Comeback. You know, and, and not just because Bruce Springsteen sings back up on the song. You know, I, I, I am a Bruce fan. I always like to hear Bruce. But the whole thing just works so well. And I was just so excited about seeing hearing an album with more songs like it. And unfortunately, there weren't as many songs like it as I wanted to hear. And it uh -huh. wasn't a great album. It was an okay album. It's a decent album. But not, not up there with Lucinda's Best. But anyway, this song is wonderful. I played it all the time when it first came, came out. So let's give New York Comeback a listen. The crowd dies down to a silent hush And everyone heads for the doors Everybody wants to beat the rush There's nothing left to see anymore
And there you have it. Listen to Williams, New York comeback. Great choice. It comes to a comeback. It's great to have her back after um, she suffered a stroke and had to kind of relearn, play guitar and, and everything. And uh, yeah, that story was crazy. Yeah, that song sounds great. Um, one of the things I, I noticed looking at the credits was and uh, one, among the many things that makes it a great song. It's, I think, one of the two or three on the record that she co-wrote with Jesse Mallon, oh. uh, who's one of my favorite uh singer-songwriters, and Lucinda actually produced his last album. I think it was called Sunset Kids. Huh. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, Je Jesse, Jesse's, the combination of, of uh, the two of them is, is, is just is just wonderful right now. Yeah, perfect that he co-wrote the song, you know, given yeah. his, his persona as, as like the, uh, one of the New York guys. Yeah, and, yeah, and tra Jesse... Tragic. He's, he, he suffered that, that, that spinal stroke yeah, it's this rare, this rare, rare, rare thing. Uh, yeah, so that was that was terrible. Yeah, was terrible. so he's he's recovering from that right now. But uh, um, yeah, it's great to hear him and Lucinda together. They they really absolutely they, great Good combination. Stuff. So what do you, what you got for us now? Let's see. I want to talk. I think I will. Uh, so, Big Thief. Uh, is one of my favorite bands of the 21st century. <laughs> um, and I know it's usually you either love them or you don't like them. There's usually no middle ground with them for, for mm -hmm. depending on who you're talking to. I find that if you see them live, at least that was the turning point for me, it all clicked and made sense. Nice. Um, and that's what kind of turned me into uh, a, a, a huge fan. Uh, this year, they did the traditional thing. They put out an actual single um that is not on any record previously and timing wise knowing them it may not be uh, <laughs> uh on an album it's called the single the a-side was called vampire empire mm -hmm. uh and it's a song when i went to see them i think earlier this year they were doing like three or four unreleased songs and i remember walking out going when that comes out i mean i can't wait for that song to come out um, and you like the song too, right? Vampire, the A side. I, I did. I like. I, you know, I, I think it, it helped bring me back around on them because I was one of those people who loved them early on, and then as they became more popular, I, I, I wasn't feeling it. But the two songs they released as a, I guess, a double single. You know, it's it's all electronic, so it's difficult to yeah. figure out how to measure this stuff. But they released two new songs, and I, I fairly love both of them. And yeah, so in typically we we each picked a song, one of those songs for our best song list. Yeah, and because it is available on a, on a traditional vinyl single, I can literally say, I like the B side better. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's unusual because it, and, and it's because I usually, you know, Vampire Empire is one side of them, which is this incredibly intense, um, emotional kind of cathartic uh, song that Adrian can do. Yeah, that's the what B -side, I was talking to. Yeah. The B sides at first I thought that's oh, kind of a simple kind of country kind of country pop song, and the more I heard it, the more I just kept not flipping the single over and huh. so here we are at the end of the year and i i play the b-side more which is not in, which was not unusual back in the day um but it's it's just a lovely song and it kind of reminds me a little bit of spud infinity off the last album um but i love the fact that there's so many shades and so many sides to their sound from the yeah. extremely intense to something like this which i find to be just very simple and straightforward and just just gorgeous so this is yeah. a big thief born for loving you
that was beautiful i i still like the rocker a little more um but that that's just in this case you know with with the two singles but it is funny how we we each chose one of those two <laughs> songs yeah that's good stuff from them and i'm I'm coming back around and, and based on your assessment of their live show which i've never experienced i know that next time they come around i have to uh go see them for myself yeah and, it's hard to put into words unless you've unless do you see it? But I think one of the things that makes them different about a rock band is I think they still do this at least. They kind of stand in a semicircle on stage. They're wow. not, they're not like in a line facing the audience. They're actually kind of facing each other. Like they're playing and, it as a real group. Together. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels that way. And you, and it's kind of interesting to watch them watch each other, you know, wow. especially when they're doing these songs that none of us know. Yeah. Um, and maybe stretching them out 
and jamming on the, even in a way that's new to them. But yeah. that's the thing that really drew me in was watching them kind of interact silently with their eyes, even or just yeah. looking at each other. That's so, exactly. Yeah, go if we get a chance, definitely catch them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next time they they seem to be out on the road pretty often. And yeah, yeah. Um, so I have one more song to play from our list, uh, and I, I guess I didn't mention at the outset we're not playing all of our songs. We're playing a select. A selection of, of the songs you can find all of the songs in uh, a spotify list uh, on the lamb best songs of 2023 that i will create before the show goes up so you can hear all of our favorite songs they'll be listed in, on the facebook page and other places uh, but you can actually hear all the songs for yourself on the spotify list so the song i'm going to play last in this show is by a British punk legend, Gina Birch, who was a member of the iconic group, The Raincoats, in the 70s. And during COVID, she got together with a bunch of her friends and recorded this song that played over and over in my head all year, a song called I Play My Bass Loud. And, uh, and that she does to extraordinary effect. I love the song. Uh, I didn't know much about Gina Birch, but I'm much more interested now. I hope you feel the same way. I wake up 
And that was Gina Birch, and I play my bass loud. That's a fun yeah, song. I like I like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just so, so catchy and so basic, but it it works for me. So we're we're down to the end here, down to the wire, David. What you got for us to play out? Oh, so many so many favorite songs this year. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I I'm I'm a sucker for a, for a cover song, especially a cool cover song, and uh, so I think I'll end with the, my favorite cover of the year. Uh, kind of as a surprise, didn't really didn't really expect anyone to cover this song in 2023. Um, uh, the artist is uh, goes by the name Olivia Jean. And she's on uh, Third Man Records. She's from Detroit. Uh, she used to be in a band called the Bell. No, sorry, the Black Bells. Uh, and they put out some some records on Third Man uh, last year. She actually married Jack White, um, and she went out on the road this year with her own band as Olivia Jean to promote uh, her latest record called Raving Ghost. And it's a great garage rock album in the middle of all of the original songs that are uh-huh. just kind of really cool and, and, and rocking. She, uh, she steps to the mic at the show and says, is anyone here a fan of Anya? And of course, nobody, <laughs> nobody like, what? some of the people don't even know who she is, but people were just kind of stunned. And then she launches into this cover of, I guess the big Anya hit from back in the day uh, called Orinoco Flow. Uh, I know it as Sail Away, Sail Away, um, but you probably recognize it, even though it sounds nothing like the original. And I just think this is the coolest cover this year. No, it's great. I, 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 I definitely think we need to play it right now.
That was so fun. <laughs> Thanks for sharing it, Dave. I think uh, someday there's uh, what Travelocity or somebody needs to use that for uh, some some commercial or something somewhere. <laughs> I, I think so. See, see now, now one of my favorite covers uh, is is a very unlikely song. Uh, I, I I dreaded the prospect of even hearing it before I got I got to it, but I I was reading about it and uh, I said I should probably listen to Luke Combs' version of Fast Car just to see see what he's doing with it because you really how can you touch that song tracy chapman's version is so iconic and so perfect and i dreaded listening to it but like i said i was curious and i got to the song and i couldn't believe that he actually nailed it uh it's he doesn't do it very different from tracy if if if, uh if he did anything different at all but he what, what to me he did was he nailed the pure emotion of the song you know that 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 was what was great about the original is that you you felt it you felt the song you felt the lyrics everything that Tracy sang, and you felt it coming out of Luke Combs' Combs mouth as well. And I thought that was a major accomplishment, and to my surprise, one of my favorite covers of the year. Oh, cool! Yeah. So so before we we uh, end the first part of the two part best of twenty three twenty three episodes. I did want to touch on on a, a phenomena that occurred this year. We had we had quote unquote new music from the Beatles, from the Stones, and dare I say, Dolly Parton rocking out in the middle of all that. Yeah, Any thoughts on that, Dave? All of those happened in the last three months of the year, right? Yes, they did. <laughs> um, let's see, going going backwards or starting at the beginning, I guess um, the. The Rolling Stones album as Hackney Diamonds. Um, yep, I've been listening to it a little bit. It's it's a good record. Um, yeah, I hear I it's interesting. I hear a lot of people go, oh, you know, if they like it, people go, it's the best Stones record since Some Girls. <laughs> and my first thought is, well, wait, Tattoo You came after Some Girls, and you know that was a good record. Um, I also think that generally, even though the albums uh, since uh, since Tattoo You. Ha- haven't been as you know uh as as big a hit or and and are thought of as classics in in, in the sense especially compared to to their uh, early work i've always found songs on the various latter day stones records that jump out at me um mm-hmm. i think voodoo lounge had sparks will fly which i think is as good as anything they did around yeah. the some girls era um there's a song that's actually a B-side from Voodoo Lounge called Jump on Top of Me, uh, mm-hmm. which actually wound up in a Robert Altman film. I you know, I still hear that song and think, wow, that's that's wow. as good as anything from that whole Some Girls era as well. So yeah. I don't know. I so I, and there's songs on this on Hackney Diamonds that especially Yeah, uh, yeah I mean I, the thing that that kind of blew my mind is, you know, I, I did catch part of the the Jimmy Fallon interview with the band before the album came out and mm-hmm they have no right being 80 years old and making this kind of music. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I think I would cut them some slack, even if it wasn't, if it wasn't great, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like a really good record. Yeah. It, the, the guitar on its own sound. terms, it's, it's just a really good record. I don't, yeah. I didn't love the video that came with the first single angry. Mm-hmm. That was like a re- retro, uh, you know, eighties hair band, uh, video with with, with a, 
a hot young woman writhing on the hood of a car. I, I thought the Rolling Stones at 80 could could have done a little more, a little better than that. But uh, <laughs> I, I have not seen that yet. Um, yeah. Well, you're uh, in yeah, for quite I, a treat. You're in for uh, yeah, I think the guitars sound great on this. I mean, I think the one, the, I guess, the one thing they've done on this record that is, doesn't really appeal to me is the need for sort of the big superstar collaborator duet partners like, you know, yeah. Guy, Lady Gaga and John Paul McCartney. Yep. I kind of feel like it's it, it's it, it wasn't necessary and it's sort of like it feels like it's something designed to sort of get more attention for a record that you know on its own stands up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, when I heard when I heard that first single I was like, well, yeah. Scott, yeah. those those guys have some chops. They're going to go yeah. places. And then speaking yeah. of special guests on records, um I guess the rock star Dolly Parton's rock star record just literally just came out like last week. Um, I, do you want to go first? I, I I was it wasn't it wasn't what I expected, but then now that I think about it, it it probably is what. <laughs> which is yeah, I think that pr pretty much sums sums <laughs> up. You know, I, they've been dropping singles for months, mm -hmm. and, and I got to say, every time I heard a new single, I did listen, if not to the entire song, I did listen to to it thinking well maybe she'll get it maybe maybe she'll surprise us and make something really cool and exciting and it, she didn't do it to me for me yeah <laughs> i yeah so i don't know why i was thinking this it's probably just because she's done it so well in the past oh, i no was expecting, she's one of my she's one of my favorites yeah she's, i was expecting I um a few years ago she covered i don't think it was a cover maybe it was a covers album but she did um she did rock songs over the period of a few albums. One was that Collective Soul song, Shine. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Which she turned into this amazing gospel bluegrass song. All right. Uh, same thing with Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Wave. She turned into wow, kind of a bluegrass thing. Um, and I think there's a I think there's a cover of Stairway to Heaven on oh, no. one of the more recent records where it's a Dolly version yeah. of Stairway. And so in those instances, it's all in my head these are dolly's renditions sure. of classic rock or, or or hit songs i think what disappointed me about rockstar is it's not dolly versions of songs no, it's dolly it's, it's doing all, versions <laughs> he does straight versions of classic rock songs i did not he, need to hear her sing we will rock you yeah <laughs> I, I i much prefer to hear her turn them into dolly songs and yeah um, exactly exactly yes. yeah that's uh, you know, so, I I noticed a friend of mine uh, on Facebook wrote that he was excited to hear hear anything by Dolly. She could do no wrong. And, and then you know, I went back and listened to it some more, and I was like, ah, it's not that she did so wrong; it's that she didn't do it so right. Yeah, actually, you know, most of them were duets with either the original artists or other yeah. artists and things. So right. yeah, it, 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 I I understand. You know, she was inducted into the Rock Rock Roll Hall of Fame. You know, against her own best wishes and so she felt like she had to honor the induction yeah I suppose. yeah so, well, so it's uh, sort of a fun a fun detour for her i guess is the way to look yeah. at it so. yeah well yeah she can do whatever she wants she's earned the privilege yeah no doubt no doubt so 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 last one on our list is uh the beatles song the new old beatles song do you have a chance to listen to it i have i've listened to it a few times um I don't know if I'm in the minority on this or not. I can't. I mean, I, I know I've got a lot of friends who are Beatles fans, and um, I actually like it. And I feel like, in some ways, it sounds a little bit more like what I might expect a post, you know, a, 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 a latter day or kind of a revived Beatles song to sound like. Um, 
the chorus on this song feels a little bit more makes me feel like a classic Beatles song more so than uh freeze a bird or real love um yeah I, that's true Giles's production seems to be a little bit more more so more, more in line with what, what we expect the uh, Beatles uh a Latter-day Beatles record to sound like um compared to I think what Jeff Lynne did with the first two singles so in a weird way I kind of like this one right now at least a yeah, little I mean, more it's, than it's, the it's divided uh, uh people for sure and I I I think I fall in, in the latter camp, not as strongly as I did when I first heard the song. When I first heard the song, I was I, I just thought that that production you're referring to was just it was too much. Okay. It, 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 it you know it took John Lennon's simple vocals, you, you know, and, and just turned it into something he probably didn't intend them to, to be yeah. or, or you know to sa- sound like. And then I you know my my kids said you have to go watch the video that goes with the song. You know, I watched Peter Jackson's, you know, long video about making making the song. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the video and I got a little emotional listening to the song, watching the video. And it was the to me, it was the perfect soundtrack for the video. And, okay. and you know, because it went through all of their lives over all the years. And man, it, I, I, there might have been a tear in my my oh. duct uh, coming out watching <laughs> it. But but the song itself, I thought was fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it, also. It, it, uh, I don't know. I've heard on on a couple of podcasts. I've heard the raw cassette, I guess, Lennon's vocal, and it is pretty amazing that by using, I guess, whatever the AI that Peter Jackson used on the Get Back movie yeah. to kind of like separate conversations, it is yeah. amazing that 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 the technology was able to extract Lennon's voice from everything else, the tape hiss. And yeah, all yeah. That the, stuff it, it, it was they couldn't do it when, when they first did the the Beatles. Uh, uh, what what were they uh, the 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 naked was it the naked series you know they in the in the nineties what they did in the nineties when when they were separating songs and, and they really, they did release that single that you referred to okay the oh the anthology was that the anthology era yeah, yeah maybe it was yeah. the, the anthology and and that, that that they couldn't do anything with the song then because the the vocals were buried in the, behind the piano. Yeah, and that they could just separate them out was really a remarkable accomplishment. Yeah, and you wonder if that technology exists to be able to so cleanly take the essence of what's on the tape and 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 pretty much separate it out. I wonder, you know, usually if you want to hear albums remixed, you have to go back to someone has to go back to the original multi tracks and find them. Um, yes. and, and sometimes they don't exist anymore. And all that exists is, you know, the master or a copy of the master. I wonder if this technology will open the doors or the gates, uh, floodgates. Um, I wonder if there's a way to apply that to an existing master tape and be able to separate out the drums, the guitars, the bass. And yeah, I'm sure, and, I'm sure it exists. And, and yeah. I have mixed feelings about, you know, the, yeah. the artist's original intention versus, you know, some somebody an engineer or a sound person, you know, doing something new with it. I will say that I, I haven't listened to all, but I've listened to some of, of the, the new remastered, digitally remastered versions of the Red and Blue albums by the mm-hmm. Beatles. And those sound amazing. Yeah. The, the sound quality. I, I don't think they ever heard it that way, even themselves in the studio when they were recording. It's just yeah, what song? Oh, I was listening to If I Needed Someone. 
the other day and that was the one that jumped out at me is like oh this is what the song is supposed to sound like or, yeah you know, crazy yeah. you know yeah. recorded 60 years ago and just sounding like it was recorded yesterday <laughs> amazing so so D- dave thanks for uh joining me on on the first part of the on the lamb year-end wrap-up specials um we're going to be back next week with our album of the albums of the year discussion. Uh, we we have exchanged our lists and we're going to be studying one another's lists hard and carefully. And we will come back to you uh, next week with with another brand new episode to round out the year. And uh, I hope you will join us again. Uh, you can you'll be able to find the list of our songs on Spotify, and uh, you can find it there. Uh, our song there if you're interested and uh in the meantime uh listen to lots of great music people uh there's so much out there and we can't cover half of it a fraction of it we're doing our best doing our best that leaves me seven days to overthink my uh my top 10 list and revise (laughs) it right (laughs) no changes david no changes you're stuck with your list i i think i'm happy with it oh good oh good all right guys we'll see you next week and uh be well Bye for now. Bye. Thanks, Mark. You got a fast car, and I want to take it to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove You got a fast car And I got a plan to get us out of here Been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money Won't have to drive too far to cross the border and into the city And you and I can both get jobs Finally see what it means to be living See, my old man's got a problem You live with a bottle, that's the way it is Said his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his So mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's gotta take care of him so I quit school and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? Still gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live or die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belong I, I had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone You got a fast car We go cruising and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job so I work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted And we'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house, live in the suburb So I remember when we were driving Driving 
beat so fast, I feel like I was drunk. City lights lay out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belonged. I, I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. I got a fast car. I got a job that pays all our bills. You stay out drinking late at the bar. See more of your friends than you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. Thought maybe together you and me'd find it. I got no plans. I ain't going nowhere. Take your fast car and keep on driving. So I remember we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk. City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone You got a fast car Fast enough so we can fly away Still gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way